today's daf is in the Dharm daf Ayin Tess, the last daf of the 10th parak and the first daf of the 11th parak of Meseches Nadarim, as we draw ever closer to the end of Meseches Nadarim. So we're going to begin the 11th and last parak of Meseches Nadarim by Hashem today. Today's shir and all the shirim this week are sponsored by Ari Rosenberg, Lezecher Nishmas' grandfather, Harav Noah Chaim ben Michal, Zichron Levracha, whose yard site was yesterday, the Nisham Mishrav and Aliyah, and we thank Ari very much for the sponsorship. So we began to discuss yesterday, Shosek Almanas Lemekat. What if the husband hears about the neder and he doesn't say anything, but the reason he doesn't say anything is not that he wants to be Mekayim the neder, it's Almanas Lemekat. It's specifically because he doesn't want to be Mekayim the neder. He's, he's intending to be made for the neder later. Almanas Lemekat is not exactly 100% clear what it, uh, what it means. The, 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 uh, the concept of Almanas Lemekat comes up elsewhere uh, as well. The concept of, of Almanas Lamekat comes up in uh, Mesechus Pabetzia when someone steals Almanas Lamekat. So the Gedder of Shosek Almanas Lamekat, the, one of the Yachronim, the Sefer Yad Shol, suggests maybe totally in the Gedder and the Machlokas Rishonim what Gonev Almanas Lamekat means. That uh, that the Gemara says in Pabetzia Samachal from Beis, that someone who's Gonev Almanas Lamekat is in violation of Votignovu. So Shitim Gvetsas over there quotes a Yesh Mefarshim that we're talking about a person who steals and he doesn't want to keep it. He's just uh, stealing it to drive the other person crazy. It's a practical joke. But they go, right, so he's stealing it in order to drive the other person crazy, and then he's going to give it right, right back. But the Shittim Betis quote said, others disagree, and they say that, uh, that that wouldn't be a violation of Lotignovu. It's Maisim Bechol Yom Sha'osim came. People pay, play practical jokes all the time. And rather they say that, no, he plans on keeping it, but he's not, he's not keeping it for any Hana. It's not, sometimes people steal because they want the item. Him. He's not stealing because he wants the item. He's stealing because he wants to drive the other person crazy. So the Yachal suggests that the first Shita that understands Gonev Almanas Lamekat is that he doesn't plan on keeping it at all. We'll say that, uh, that that's what Shosek Almanas Lamekat is all about. Just like Gonev Almanas Lamekat is that he doesn't want the Maise Kneva at all. Huadin, Shosek Almanas Lamekat is that he has no intention of being Mekayim the Neder. He plans on being made for the Neder. He plans on undoing whatever he's doing right now. So right now he's being but he plans on being Mayfair. But according to the Yeshua Farshim over there, that hold that Gonev Al-Manasamekat is that he plans on keeping it forever. It's just that he's doing it to drive the other person crazy. Shosik Al-Manasamekat might mean the same thing, that he's having intention to be Mekayim the Neder. It's just that he's not doing it because he really wants the Kiyom Neder. He's doing it because he's trying to, 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 he's trying to drive his wife crazy. He's trying to make her life miserable. That's why he's being Mekayim the Neder. Lechara, it's a little bit difficult, but Gonev Almanas to make it to understand that even though he's going to keep the, the money to himself, but he doesn't want to, he has no intention of using it, so that's not Geneva Gemura. But by Shtika, if he wants to be Mekayim the Neder, what, what difference does it make what his motivation is in being Mekayim the Neder? Either way, it's a Kiyum Neder, but anyway, that's what the Yad Shal suggests, that maybe those two deos in Gonev Almanas Mekat have a parallel over here in what Shosek Almanas the Mekat is all about. But uh, having said that so yesterday we tried to we mentioned Rabbi Hanina's shita that if a person is Shosek Almanas Lamekat he doesn't lose the right to Afara he could still be made for Adasari Yabim he could be made for, for the next 10 days so the Gemara tried to bring one Raya against Rabbi Hanina yesterday but we had an answer to that Raya so today we're going to have four additional Rayas against Rabbi Hanina and several of them are going to work we're going to have a few Tiyuftas on Rabbi Hanina and that's going to take us till the end of the parak, till the end of the 10th 
parak. And then the eleventh parak is going to discuss once we've mentioned the idea of hafara uh, sabal and kiyum abal and all the things that a bal and an av are allowed to do in order to uh, get rid of a woman's neder. So we're going to talk about the limitations on that. That the husband is only able to be made for nidre ishto if it's nidre inui nefesh or nidarim shabeno leveina. So that's going to be the subject of the next parak and the next mishnah. The mishnah on uh, on the bottom of Amid Aleph is going to talk about the geder of what's called inui nefesh. What would be categorized properly as inui nefesh? There's going to be a machlokas about that. And then the gemara is going to say, well, how come the mishnah only talks about inui nefesh? What about dvarim shebeno leveina? So the gemara is going to try to identify what the difference is between the rules of inui nefesh versus the rules of beno leveina. The gemara is going to have two suggestions of what the difference might be between the Dharma of Inu Nefesh and the Dharim that are Beino Levena. So let's begin two lines from the bottom. Ayin Ches Amid Beis. Again, Rabbi Chanina had said that if someone is Shosek Al Manas Lemekat, Mefer Mikan Viadasare Yamim, he can even be Mefer ten days later. He still has the right to be Mefer the Neder. So Masav Rav Chista, Rav Chista asks on Rabbi Chanina. Well, we learned Chomer Bahakem Mibaha Fera Baha Fer Mibahakem that there are certain elements of Hakama that are more Chomer than Afara, and certain elements of Hafara that are more Chomer than Hakama. Meaning the the the, the rules of Hakama in some ways are stricter than the rules of Hafara, and in some way the reverse. Hakama could be done even by not saying anything, whereas Hafara cannot be done without saying anything. Hafara is not, Shtika uh, alone will not be Mevatal and Eder. The obvious Kasha, the Achronim ask, the Binin Cheskel, other Achronim ask over here, is that, is that really a Chumra of Hakama over Hafara? When a person wants, is, is perfectly happy with what's going on, so normally they stay quiet and they let it go. They let it happen. So it's, it makes sense that being quiet is a way of being mekayim and nadar. The reason that being quiet is not a hafara is because being quiet is not a hafara, meaning it's, it's very clearly not an objection to the nadar. It's not about a chumrah that, that, that hafara needs to be done in such a strong way that you can't do it, ali shtika. That's not what it's all about. It's simply not a hafara. It doesn't, it doesn't express hafara when a person is so sake. So the Akronim point, point out this problem, and they suggest that maybe in certain circumstances it's clear that a shtika is meant as a hafara, and afal pikein it doesn't work. For example, the Sefer Tiferesion suggests that maybe you have a case, the guy heard about the nadar, and he gets so angry, and he starts fuming, and you see that he's very angry at his wife, and he's so angry at her that he doesn't speak with her, he stops talking to her. So he's clearly uh, being shosake, not because he approves of the neder, but because he doesn't approve of the neder, but still that shtika is not mevat of the neder. So such a shtika would be a shtika that one would imagine would be a hafara, but such a shtika, even such a shtika is not a hafara. And that's what we're saying is chamer bahakim mi bahafar, that you can't do hafara al yidei uh, shtika. The other suggestion they have is that the Bryce is coming to tell us that even if he's chash of 
libo at the time of Vishtika the whole day that uh, that that that, uh, that that he wants the neder to be mufar. Nevertheless, it's not a hafara. And the guy will say, no, the reason I was quiet is because I wanted the neder to be mufar. I thought that's the way you're made for a neder for whatever reason. So even that's not considered a hafara. So in some way, you have to suggest that the shtika that we're talking about in terms of hafara would be a shtika that would be an attempt to express hafara, and we're saying it still doesn't work. One cannot be made for by shtika alone. Not only that, kiim belibo kiim, hefer belibo eno mufar. If a person is mekayim neder believe that is a valid kiyum neder. A person is mefer neder believe that is not a valid afara. Where do we see that kiyum belibo uh, is a good enough kiyum? Says the Ran, v'nira be'enai di alfinu lamishtika di yom shamo shehim mekayemes. He says, where do we know that kiyum believe works? Is because the halacha is that if he doesn't do anything on the yom shamo on the day that he hears about the neder. Halacha is that the neder is mekuyam. The time am I? Why is it that the neder is mekuyam if he didn't say that he's being mekayim the neder? He just sat there and listened and didn't do anything the whole day. Mishum dekivan shaaver yom shmi of lo hefer because the fact that he never objected and he let the whole day go by without saying a word. Golia daite shu rotsu bekiyum shel neder. He's clearly indicating that he wants the neder to be mekuyam. Alma kolsha belibo lekaimo sagi. So you see from there that just having in mind that you want to be mekayim the neder, that's good enough. It's just that the Torah gives you the whole day to actually be made for me. Because until you have a whole day that passes, so or the end of that day passes, it's not so evident what is Dvarm Shabalevar. It's not so evident that in his life he really wants to be Mekayim. The evidence of a Kiyum Belev is only at the end of the day. But the Kiyum Belev really works right Right away, kiyum belave is, is is immediately effective. But from there you see the kol shakiyum believe kiyum li alter that right away it works. It's as if the yom shmiya has passed. It's just that the yom shmiya just makes it muchach that that's what was in his lave. And another point, when we say that hafara believe does not work as a hafara, that's only if it was purely believed. He didn't say or do anything to indicate hafara. But if she took another, she's not going to eat bread, and he right away grabs a loaf of bread and says, here, take this, eat it. So then, even though he never said a hafara, that is still going to be a valid hafara, because he's saying and doing something that indicates hafara, he's just not explicitly saying hafara, so such a hafara belave would actually work, but a kiyum belave you don't have to do anything, and we learn that from the concept of uh, of shtika that, as the Torah expresses it to us, that on yom shamov he shows kolayom that the neder is going to be mekuyam. So you see that kiyum belave counts as a kiyum. Asks Rabbi Kiveger over here, how is that a good raya that a kiyum shabelave is mekuyam li alter? Rabbi Kiveger in the Gilion Ashas, right on the side of the page over here, he says. He says, in general, we say, Dvarim Shabalev are Enam Dvarim. 
But if it's so obvious what the person intends to, to, to accomplish and what the person intends to express, then even Dvarim Shabalev are Dvarim. So he says, if that's the case, what's the Raya from Shtika Kalayom that Akim Shabalev happens immediately, that it could happen on the altar? By Shtika Kalayom, it's Muchach Milsa. By Shtika Kalayom, it's obvious what his intention is. Because the fact that he stayed quiet all day shows that he really wants Akim on the Nether. But uh, if he's just shosik for a moment, how can you say that they, if he's just mekayim belibo for a moment, that's tvarim shabalev that has no muchach milsa. That's tvarim shabalev where it's not at all clear what he intends to do. And tvarim shabalev areinim tvarim when it's not clear what he's uh, what his intention is by uh, by the tvarim shabalev. So how can uh, this this be a raya at all? And Rebbe leaves it as a tsaruch iun gadol. The achronim work on it. Obviously, a lot of the achronim try to work on the uh, the the answers from Rebbe the Achiezer has an approach. Others have an approach. Try to answer this uh, this sheet of Rabbi Kibeger. I'm reminded of the uh, story of the fellow who published the Sefer, where he, where he answered every kasha of the Gilina Shas, every Rabbi Kibeger in all of Shas, except for three, and he brought the Sefer to the stipler for Askama, and the stipler said, this is remarkable. A man can learn every Rabbi Kibeger in Shas and only understand three of them. But, uh, sometimes you give, uh, you, you, give, you give an answer to Rabbi Kibeger. There's a reason Rabbi Kibeger left it as a kasha. Okay, so anyway, so that's a, a strong kasha that, uh, that they ask on, on Rabbi Kivager, so uh, that Rabbi Kivager asks. Um, the, uh, uh, there is a, a fascinating Chidusha Arim in the, uh, the Penine Alacha section of the Masiftov he quotes Chidusha Arim in Yardes in Yardalid, was asked about a rabbi that, was, uh, that, that was, was a rav of a city and another city invited him to come be the rabbi so he wrote up a whole star that he's accepting the position and uh, he wrote the whole thing that he's accepting the position to go to the other city and then he was going through his papers and he was packing up and he realized that he had a contract with the city that he was already in that he had signed that, uh, that said that he was going to stay there for X amount of time and the contract with the city that he was in interestingly was not written he never wrote it he just signed it someone else wrote it up that a lawyer or whatever wrote it up and all he did was sign it so the fellow wanted to know is he, which contract is binding is the one that's written more binding because that's, so that has a din of a neder whereas the one that, uh, that he just signed is Dvarim Shabalev and it does not din of a, of a nether at all or do you say no that the, uh, that the original contract is the contract and you can't make a you can't commit yourself in a contract to something that you're already contractually ob- obligated in so the Shoah wanted to bring a raya from Arasugya hafara belev is not hafara because you need to be motzi bisfasav even though it's muchach maisav that he doesn't want the nether still hafara shabalev is not hafara so even though it's muchach that the chasima when he signs a contract that he's maskim to be makabal every that it says in the contract, that's not considered a neder. That's only believed. He never said anything. He never wrote anything. Never. But at a time that a person writes, the assumption is that when you write, a person is also mostly is also mostly of what he's writing. That as he's writing, he's saying it out. So when he wrote the second contract, he was mostly bisfasayim exactly what he was what he was writing. Maybe that's a real neder. So that was the shaila they asked the chidush Chidusharim says in his mind, there's no chiluk whatsoever between signing and writing. 
writing a, a contract. They're both mechayiv him completely, and he says, therefore, the first contract is a binding contract, because he already took, it counts as a real full din of a shvua to serve as the rav of that city, and he had no right to be mechayiv himself to the, to the second city. So the, the first is chayvus is more chamur, and the chayvus ashniya is his chayvus betalus. Had he remembered that or realized that he had an absolute ischaivus to the first city, he never would have taken the second ischaivus. And uh, he says, anyway, he has a tour of onus over here that the, the B'nai Iri Shona have a valid title that they're not going to let him leave. And therefore, he has a, v- a very valid tour of onus that he's not allowed to go to the second city. What about the Raya from our Gemara? Hafarash Abelev is in so isn't signing the contract purely just uh, believe? He says, Adraba, from our Sugi, you see the opposite. Because if a guy says, Tliva that is considered Afara, right? The Ran said that if, even though Afara Shablev is not Afara, if a woman takes a nether not to eat bread and the husband takes a loaf of bread right away and says, here, eat it, eat it. And even though he never says Afara, that does count as Afara because it's Mais of Mochichim that he's being made for Belibo. So is there a greater Mais of Mochichalav than signing the contract? That's a Mais of Mochichalav, that that's what he intends to do even though the original nether was only believed. Interesting discussion. So anyway, going back to us, so we're going through the differences between being Mekayim and being Mefer. So the first two differences were all things that were Chumras by, by Kiyum over Afara, that uh, Kiyum have certain, uh, certain stringencies more than Afara, namely that you could be Mekayim even by just being Shosek, and you could be Mekayim Bilibo. Third difference between them, which is not a chumrah, but it's just a difference, kiyem and yachal hafer, hafer and yachal Once you've done one, you can't do the other. If a husband was mekayim his wife's neder, he no longer has the right to be made for her neder. Once he's made for her neder, he no longer has the right to be mekayim the neder. Reb Chaim in, the dar, in Hilchus and Darn Parakud Gimel uh, has an interesting ha'ara where he points out, in, in explaining a difficult Rambam, he points out that the, these two dinim sound like they parallel each other, but they're really be Sodom, they're two separate dinim. The idea that once he's Mekayim and Neder cannot be Mefer and Neder, and that once he's Mefer and Neder cannot be Mekayim and Neder are actually two different dinim, Rav Chaim writes. Because the, the fact that he can't be Mefer and Neder after he's ready Mekayim that's just a din in Kiyum. That Kiyum takes away that Kiyum makes the Neder so strong that it takes away any potential for Hafara. That's what Kiyum does. Kiyum is a, is a strengthening of the existing nether that takes away any possible potential for afara, as opposed to the fact that you can't be mekayim and nether once you're made for it, that's not because hafara is so strong that it takes a... No, the fact that you can't be mekayim and nether after you're made for it is because there's no nether anymore. When you're made for the nether, the nether doesn't exist. A kiyum nether only works, only works when there's a nether, but if there's no existing nether, then there's nothing to be mekayim. It's like a guy going to be mekayim a, a, a nether that a wife never took. So you can't be mekayim such a nether. It doesn't, doesn't happen, doesn't work. So that's how Reb Chaim says. Chaznishon says differently. Chaznishon says, no, it's Mestaver that uh, the same din, that the Torah gives, and the din is, uh, is uh, the way you'd say the din is as follows, that the Torah gives the right to the Baal to be machria about his wife's neder. His wife made a neder, the husband has the right to make a decision, yay or nay. And the halacha is that he only gets to make that decision once. And once he made that decision, it's final. 
So if he made the decision of Hafara, Hakama is no longer a possibility. He made the decision of Hakama, Hafara is no longer a possibility. That's how the Chaznish understands. So why are we quoting all of these different things? Katani Shashtika Mekayemes. So the, we, um, on these, in, in the first uh, item that we mentioned was that Shtika is Mekayem My love, Bishosek al Mekat. Isn't Shtika Mekayem even when the Kavana of the Shosek was al Mekat, was that he wants to later be Mefer? So isn't this a raya against Rabbi Hanino who said that Shosek al Mekat is not a Kiyum and you could still be Mefer for the next 10 days? Says Gemara, Lo, who says we're talking about Shosek al Mekat over here? Bishosek al Maybe over here we're talking about where you show well, frankly, but that's the very next line that we said that if you're Makayim Belibo, that that works. Shosek al is the same thing as Kiyim Belibo, that in your mind you're thinking that you want to be Makayim it. No, Stam. But still, it doesn't mean that we're talking about Shosek al Mekat. Maybe we're talking about Shosek Stam. A guy was just quiet. He wasn't having anything in mind. He just didn't say anything. So that's, the, um, that's why it's not a raya against Rabbi Hanina. Once we discuss the Chumras of Kiyum over Hafara, so it says the Gemara, Ashkan Chumr Bahakimibafer, we're just curious, Bahafer Minalan. What exactly are the Chumras in the opposite direction of, uh, of Hafara over Akama? The Ran points out that it's an unusual use of the term Minalan. The question isn't really Minalan. The question is, what are the examples? Ketzad. It's really, well, what are the examples of uh, Hakama over Hafara? Lav Dafka Minalan, Mainihu, says the Ran. It's not really Minolan. What we're really asking is Mainihu. What are the examples where there's a Chumrah of Hakama, um, uh, of Hafara over Hakama? So the Karanora points out, aside from what the Gemara is about to answer, you have a couple of possibilities. Number one, he says, even, even the Gemara that we had in Dafayin Amaralif, that if a person is Mekayim Lesha'a, he can be Mefer afterwards. If a person is Mefer Lesha'a, it's Mufar Liolam. So it's, uh, the Hafara is final, even if he only intends to be Mefer temporarily, it's going to be la- it's gonna last forever. So that's a Chumrah of Hafara over Akama. Gemara for some reason doesn't mention. Another one the Karen Nora says the Gemara doesn't mention is according to those poskim that La'alach, the husband could be made for a neder even without hearing the neder, that's only by Hafara. But it's, uh, but it's Mistaver that he can't be Mekayim in neder unless he, uh, unless he heard the neder, until he actually hears the neder. So that could be a different, uh, another Chumrah that Hafara has over Akama. But what's the Gemara's answer? What's the Chumrah Hafara has over Akama? So Amr Rabbi Yochanan, Nishalin alahekim ve'in nishalin alahef alahefer. That one could be shoel on a hakama, one cannot be shoel on a hafara. That once a hakama is done, you could be shoel and undo the hakama and then still be made for it. But once hafara is done, hafara is absolutely final, it cannot be undone. So the Ran writes that we're not shoel on a, ha- on, on a hafara because it's not, it's not, it's, it's, it's not a, uh, similar to a nether. She'ila works on something on, on a nether. So that which which is similar to a nether, Shayla will work on. A kiyum is similar to a nether. Hafara is the opposite of a nether. It's the ridding oneself of a nether. So you can't do Shayla on something that's not at all like a nether. The Mabit writes in the Tshuva that a nether that's inu uh, b'sha'ila, like Nazir Shimshon, would be battled with a Pesach Bilvad without a Shayla. That's something that, that, that's not subject to Shayla. You could uh, you could be mevatel just with a Pesach without a Shayla. Because Minatora, a nether that 
that as a Pesach, meaning a Pesach means that the person can honestly say that had they known that such and such would happen, they never would have taken the nether in the first place. You don't even need She'ela min Torah. It's a batal me'elav. You don't even need to go to a Chacham for a She'ela. You only need She'ela for something that uh, to be mevatal b'charata without a Pesach. But Mabit writes, if you have a Pesach min Torah, you don't even need to involve the Chacham. The whole nether falls away min Torah on its own. So says Yavni Nezer, if that's the case, what's it? let's say a person, a husband's made for the nether, and he finds a Pesach for the hafara. So would there, would you say that the hafara is batel, even without a she'ela min Torah? Because the, the the whole idea is that the whole reason that uh, that, that that the hafara is final is that it has to follow the normal pattern, is that it's not like a nether. But maybe over here, maybe we would say that uh, that since a nether itself uh, would not, that has a Pesach, the whole nether would fall away. So maybe the same would, would apply for a uh, for a fara. So the Avnei Nezer writes that Dafka Neder, it's, it's only Nogea to himself that we, uh, uh, the, 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 the Pesach is, is Mevatal Neder, Midin Taus. Um, but uh, but it's, and it's not a violation, it's not considered Dvarm Shabalev. Um, but Hafara, uh, which is Beinola Veine Isha, is not, uh, it's not Batal Mishum Taus, because even if he didn't have in mind to be Mefer uh, based on uh, if something would come up, that's uh, that's that, that it's still only dvarim shablev, which is enim dvarim. Okay, so uh, going back to our topic now, says Gemara Masiv Rav Khan Again, we're, we're we're attacking Rabbi Chanina. Rabbi Chanina said that if a person shows the husband doesn't say anything because his intention is to later be mefer. That's what he plans on doing. So now he still has the ability to be mefer later on. So Masiv Rav Khan, So the first two rayas against Rabbi Chanina failed. We didn't have any rayas yet that worked against Rabbi Chanina. So right number three, last one line, Masif. Masif Rav Kana, Isha. If the husband is quiet, the husband doesn't say anything. So the Torah tells us that he doesn't say anything, Miyom al and he's Mekayim, the, the, that's a Kiyom of the Neder, and uh, that's it. So Bishosek Almanas, it says that the husband is quiet. Doesn't it mean that he's quiet with the intention of being made for later on? How do you know? How do you know that we're talking about where he's being Shosek Almanas Lamekat? Maybe the case is we're talking about where he's being Shosek with the intention to be Mekayim the Neder. So it says Mark Shomer Ki Hecharishla Harei B'Shosek Almanas Kayim Akasim Daber. We already have another phrase in the Pasuk that speaks about Shosek Almanas Lakayim. So Hamani Mekayim Emachresh Yachrishla Isha. What do we do with this phrase in the Pasuk? Emachresh Yachrishla Isha B'Shosek Almanas Lamekat it must be talking about Shosek Almanas Lamekat. And the fact that it's talking about Shosek Almanas Lamekat shows us that even if he's Shosek Almanas Lamekat, even if the whole reason he's being quiet is because he's trying to drive her crazy, and really he plans on being made for later on, still it's ca- it counts as a Kiyom Aneder against Rabbi Hanina. Tiyufta. The Gemara says, so that's it. That's a Tiyufta against Rabbi Hanina. Velokim habishosik amanas lekayim habishosik stam. Ask the Gemara, why is it a Tiyufta? Maybe you only quoted two psukim. So maybe there are two types of shtika that work as a kiyum. There's shtika almanas lekayim and there's shtika stam. But maybe shtika almanas lemekat is not a kiyum. And so Gemara, there's actually a third possible. There are three psukim. Not really three psukim. Hachresh yachresh is two. Because it's a 
it says it says the the word twice, so that's uh, that counts as two psukim. But uh, but so therefore we have a valid tiyufta on Rabbi Chanina because you have three psukim that talk about shosek working as a kiyum. So one must be talking about shosek amenas lekayim. That's the most obvious one. Second one must be talking about shosek stam, and third one must be talking about even if it's shosek amenas lemekat that it still counts as a kiyum. So the Gemara says now a fourth raya against Rabbi Chanina. Masiv Rava. But wait a second before we even see the fourth raya. Says the run. Why do I need a fourth raya? We just had we we just had a tiyufta. We checkmate. He's done. So why do we have to bring him any more rayas? So the run in the first right line, Avagavdi Tosav Khadazimna Musfinale Su. We still ask more Tiyuftas, Vinaf community, Mashkachinan Piruka Bayidilel, Akati Avahak Tiyufte. Just in case you find some sort of answer to the first Tiyufta, we want to be safe and we want to make sure that we uh, that we really express every Tiyufta that's out there. That's what the Ran suggests. One of the Akronim Paras Yosef says that really, Lechora, you could have said different. You could have said the reason we need the second Tiyufta is because the first Tiyufta relied on that Hachresh Yachresh counts as two separate Pesukim. That, uh, that we, we really need three Pesukim that tell us about Shtika for Shosek Almanas Lekayim, Shosek Stam, and Shosek Almanas Lemekat, and said Hachresh Yachresh is really two separate Pesukim. It's really Machlokas throughout Shas, where the Dibra Torah Kalashim Le'adam or Lod Dibra Torah Kalashim Le'adam. Whenever the Torah gives a double expression, do we assume that the Torah is just speaking the way people speak and you shouldn't read too much into the double expression? Or can you actually derive things from the fact that the Torah expresses something twice? So it could be that uh, in Hachresh Yachresh and we're, we're stuck with only two Pesukim about being quiet, one for Shosek Al-Manas and one for Shosek Stam and we're out of any source for Shosek Al-Manas working as a Kiyum and that's why we need the Masiv Rava that's what the Paras Yosef suggests why we need the Masiv Rava. Other Akronim point out uh, that, uh, that, that no, if, if it was just about Dibra Torah it should have said Hachresh Yachresh. Hachresh Yachresh the fact that it changes the uh, makes it uh, that it's not just even according to those who hold furthermore writes that even those who hold that's only if there's no drushes to make but if there are drushes to make we still make the drushes meaning it's only if there's uh, if there's some reason not to make a drusha but over here there's no reason not to make this drusha so it's uh, even those who hold may still hold of this uh, of this drusha but anyway let's see Masav Rava Fourth raya against Rabbi Chanina. Nadra im chashecha meifla ad shalochashcha. If let's say a woman takes a neder late in the day on Shabbos, so the guy can only be made for the neder, the husband only has the right to be made for the neder. The rest of the, the rest of that Shabbos. Shem lo eifer v'chashcha inu yachalafer. If it gets dark, Shabbos is over, and he wasn't and he was not yet meifer, so he doesn't have the ability to be made for anymore. Amai lavi kishos kamenas lemekat. Why not? Shouldn't we say that him not saying anything throughout the rest of Shabbos is because because he doesn't want to do these things on Shabbos, maybe we could say that uh, that, it's, that that that, uh, that that on Shabbos he doesn't want to be involved in uh, in 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 uh, in, in Nadarim on Shabbos. Wouldn't that be like Shosek Almanas I mean, what do we say? Why is it that it's considered a kiyum? Because we hold that you're allowed to do these things on Shabbos. That you're allowed to be made for Nadarim on Shabbos. So uh, and, and it has to be because this is your only chance of being uh, of of being Makayim or made for the Neder, right? If you 
of being made for the nether. It has to be that you're allowed to be made for the nether on Shabbos, because otherwise you're never going to be able to be made for this nether. Well, why? Why don't we say that you'll be Shosek right now with the intention of being made for later on? And if Shosek al-Manas Lameka doesn't count as a Shtika, then you still do have the opportunity to be made for the nether after Shabbos. So you see that Shosek al-Manas Lameka does count as a Shtika, and therefore he's not going to have the opportunity later on. So that's the Raya Tiyufta. So we leave that as a uh, Tiyufta, another Tiyufta against Rabbi Hanina. And then finally, a fifth Kasha that's also going to be a Tiyufta. Masav Ravashi. What if the guy says, you know, I didn't say anything when my wife took the nadar, because even though I was familiar with the concept of nadarim, I didn't realize what kind of power I have. I didn't know that there's such a thing called hafara. I didn't know that I could be made for this nadar. So yafar, even though it's days later, he could be made for now. That's like he never heard the nadar, if he didn't know that he had the ability to be made for, so he could be made for now. But what if it's the opposite? I knew that I had the ability to be made for the nadar. I didn't realize that this is one of those that I could be made for. I was familiar with the general concept that a husband is allowed to be made for a neder on certain nedarim, because it is limited on certain nedarim. I didn't realize that this counts as one of those certain nedarim that I'm allowed to be made for. So Meir Yafer, Yafer. says, can't be, cannot be made for the neder. Cham say can. So what was the case? He said, I knew that you could be made for. I didn't know that this is one of those nedarim that I could be made for. So I was show's sake because I didn't realize. Why should that be any different than a guy who's being shosik right now with the intention of being made for later on? He's being shosik because he thinks he can't be made for. As soon as he thinks he can be made for, he will be made for. So why does Rabbi Meir say that he's not able to be made for? According to Rabbi Hanina, he should still be able to be made for. Says Gemara Tiyufta. That's another Tiyufta against uh, Rabbi Hanina. The Yad Shaul that we started with that pointed out that shosik al-Manaslamekat could actually mean two different things based on Gonev al-Manaslamekat points out that if you say that Shosek al-Manaslamekat, according to the way the Rishonim say it, uh, that he's just he's, he's doing it to with the intention of being made for later on, it's uh, the the uh, it's The raya is not a raya at all. The fourth raya is not a raya at all. It's not a, the, the it's not at all comparable to someone who's uh, Shosek because he doesn't know uh, the fifth raya rather that this neder has a din of uh, of of hafara. Because Shosek al-Manaslamekat, he has no plans of being mekayim in at all. Adrab is kavanas to be made for afterwards, whereas a guy who doesn't know that it's a neder that's subject to hafara, he, he, it may be that he doesn't want the kiyuma neder but he has no plans on being made for the neder so what's the raya, why is it at all comparable says the Yad Shol, but it works very well if you understand the other way of Shosek Al-Manaslamekat, that Shosek Al-Manaslamekat means that I want, I, wa- I want the kiyuma neder, but not because I'm really interested in the neder, it's just because I want to drive my wife crazy but he actually wants the, the kiyuma neder so that you understand very well that this, over here, he's being Mekayim neder but not because he really wants to be Mekayim neder, just because he didn't realize that he can be made for the neder. Since Raya Lechora works a lot better with that understanding of Shosek al-Manaslamekat than the other understanding. Okay, Now we begin the 11th and final parak of Mesech's Nadarim. So as we mentioned, that uh, even though a husband can be made for his wife's Nadarim, it's somewhat limited. He's only able to be made for Nadarim, and Nadarim of Inu Nefesh. So our mission is going to discuss what's called Nadarim of Inu Nefesh. How are we magdim? 
Nadir, Nidre Inu Nefesh. Ve'elum Nadarim Shu Mefer. The following are the types of Nadarim that he's able to be Mefer. Sheesh Ben Inu Nefesh. Because they are, they are Inu Nefesh type Nadarim, and therefore he's allowed to be Mefer. Im Erchatz, Imlo Erchatz. She takes the Nadar that I will do such and such if I bathe today or if I don't bathe today. The Gemara will discuss that it has to be that it's a long term Inu Nefesh as well. Like she says, I will never bathe again in my life if I bathe today. Or I'll never bathe again in my life if I don't bathe today. So both long term and short term, it's Inu Nefesh, whichever way she goes. I will never be miskashit myself again in my life. I'll never make myself up again in my life with uh, perfumes or whatever if I do it today. Or I'll never do it again if I don't do it today. So those are the Dharma of Inu Nefesh. Rabbi says, no, these are not Nidarim of Inoi Nefesh. Ve'elu he Nidre Inoi Nefesh. The following are Nidarim of Inoi Nefesh. Amra konem peros ha'olam alai, hareze yachalah hafer. If a woman says that I'm, ne- I'm never going to eat peros, peros ha'olam, are a konem on me, so that's a nedar of uh, Inoi Nefesh. The Nitziv points out that to say that all peros forever are going to be, uh, are going to be uh, uh, asr to me, if she asks kol peros ha'olam, that's something that's yef sholakaymo. So such a nedar would never be chal in the first place. So you have to adjust it a little bit over here. The Nitziv says, you have to say that, uh, uh, well, he says maybe anyway, you have to be made for the, the nether, even though it's not Kayim at all. But Tosis writes that uh, that we're not talking about Kol Peros Olam Dafka because uh, the, the nether will not be Chal. Rather, you have to say some some uh, very critical Peros, but not, not Kol Peros. Anyway, Peros Medina Zu Alai Yavalam Medina Cheres. But if she's more limited in what she's, she, she takes a more limited nether, only Peros from this Medina, well, then you could, you, you could import Peros for her. Peros if she takes a nether of Peros of this storekeeper, so you can't be made for such a nether, that's not Inu Nefesh. But if that's the only place the husband goes shopping, it's the only place he can get food because he has a good deal with that with that storekeeper. They they, they sell him back kafa, he gives him on, uh, on credit, so then I raise a yafer. Then it is Inu Nefesh and he can be made for Divrabiyosi. So there's the machlokas about Nidre Inu Nefesh, what's what exactly the Gedarim are. But the Mishnah very clearly only talks about Nidre Inu Nefesh, never speaks about Dvarim Shebeno Leveno, which is another limitation. On uh, on the, the what a husband is able to be made for. Just very quickly, the Torah when it says the Torah specifically says when it's lanos nefesh that's when the husband could could be made for. So Rashi writes it says that the bal could be made for yachol kol anadarim tamalomer lanos nefesh sheinu mefer ella nidre inu nefesh bulvad. Rashi says a husband could only be made for nidre inu nefesh. So the Ramban points out what, that's not true. The Gemara that our whole sugi that we're about to discuss is that he can also be made for Tvarim Shebeno Levena, even if it's not Inu Nefesh. Why doesn't uh, it mention this? And also, why doesn't, uh, why doesn't Rashi mention the din of a father being made for Nidre Bito as well? So it's a major discussion, Ramban and Rashi Alatara, what Rashi Alatara meant. But it's a similar to this discussion to what the Gemara has over here. Nidre Inu Nefesh should be made for Shein Inu Nefesh. Inu Mefer asked the Gemara. A husband can only be made for Nidre Inu Nefesh and not things that are not Inu Nefesh. That we learn from the pasuk that a father could be made for nedarim and a husband could be made for nedarim. So why are we limiting the discussion to only to only nidrei nefesh? That's not true. It applies to any nedarim. 
So says Gemara, two possibilities. Possibility number one, Amri Halin Valin Mefer. Of course, he can be Mefer both in the Dream and Nefesh and in Darm Shabbin Olvena. Miu Inu Nefesh Mefer Liolam. But Inu Nefesh can be Mefer forever. The Hafara works forever. Aval Inbein Inu Nefesh Kidi Ise to Tachose, Tachvase, Havi Hafara, Mechimagarish Lachail La Nidra. But when it's a nether of Inu Nefesh, only so long as, uh, when it's not Inu Nefesh, rather, when it's to Dvarm Shabbin Olvena, Dvarm Shabbin Olvena. When it's Varm Shabin Olvina that are not in Nefesh, the Hafara will only work so long as they're still married. As soon as they're not married, the nether will, sweet, will, will come right back in and will be Chal again. So that's the difference. Inu Nefesh is a stronger Hafara. It's an everlasting Hafara. Whereas Bein Olvina, it's a temporary Hafara. If they ever get divorced, the nether is going to be Chal again. But if uh, it's an Inu Nefesh nether, even if they get divorced, the nether is never going to be Chal. Is that true? The Dvarm Shabbin Olivenov, the Nether is going to come back if they get divorced. But Rabbi Yochum and Nuri said that certain things the husband has to be made for, even though it's not going to have an effect while they're still married, because it could have an effect after they get divorced. Well, what do you mean? If we're not talking about Inuy Nefesh, how could it have an, uh, if, 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 how could it have an effect after they get divorced? The Nether should uh, should should should, uh, should should not be chal. So you see, kimagarishla and he's mefer. It's uh, meaning. How can you say that he could be mefer it now, and that's going to solve what's going to happen after they get divorced? If it's not in nefesh, it should come right back anyway. That far shouldn't work for later. So you see that that far works even even for after they get divorced. So rather, the Gemara says difference between nidri and nefesh and dvarm is as follows. Amri halin valin It's a far that lasts even after they get divorced in both cases. Al nidri in Nefesh mefer bein liatzmo bein lacherim. Nidri in Nefesh, he could be mefer as it relates to him and as it relates to other people, even if she gets remarried to somebody else. Ain bein in Nefesh liatzmo mefer lacherim enu mefer. But if it's a dvar, if it's neder that does not involve in Nefesh, he can only be mefer for himself, not for others. Vachi katani. And this is what our mission is trying to say. The reason our mission limits the discussion to inu nefesh is elu nedarim shu mefer bein liatzmo bein lacherim. The only nedarim that he could be made for both as it relates to him and as it relates to anybody else, any future husband also is nedarim sheish ben inu nefesh. That's only by nedarim sheish ben inu nefesh, but not by nedarim shabena levena. Okay, but Shem will pick up at the two dots tomorrow.